Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Duncan Oliver, the Vox. Hannah. Hello, hello, I'm Hannah, and I play Max, the Paradox. And Tio. Hello, 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 hello. I am Tio, and I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vassal. We open on a large bonfire, the blaze casting a smoldering orange glow on the makeshift village that surrounds it. A crowd of two dozen kids of varying ages are gathered around the hearth, laughing and whispering and roasting Twinkies over the fire. The paint on their faces seems to dance alongside the flames. Just over the bonfire, suspended by a series of tightly woven jump ropes, is a suited man with a CCTV camera for a head. Beads of sweat drip from the screen and land with the faintest hiss amidst the flames below. And as the three of you approach with C-Mac and his squad of kid rebels, Stafford turns to face you and growls, Looks like the cavalry's here, kids. Holy shit, Stafford. Hey, let him go. Let him go. He's with us. The crowd of two dozen kids turn to look at you, and you can see several of them draw slingshots, nunchucks, and baseball bats, all adorned with these strange painted patterns. Aye, knock up. He's chill. What is, what are you doing to him? It's okay, everyone. They're with me, C-Max says, and he holds up his two hands in a calming gesture, and the crowd of kids mellows out just a little bit. But they continue to eye you warily as you approach with C-Mac. C-Mac, bud, come on. Can we get this? Can we get him down? That's our, that's, that's, that's my bud, Stafford. You're friends with a bureaucrat? We caught him snooping around in here. He's, he's clearly a spy for the teachers and the, the standard. Stafford is many things, but a, a good spy is, uh, it's not one of them. <laughs> he really can't keep a secret. Also, he's pretty, uh, recognizable, which is not usually what one would consider to be a good quality for... A spy. Well, clearly he didn't think he was going to get caught. We caught him taking pictures in here. Well, his head is a camera. All the better to snoop. Snoop, 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 Mr. Snoop. No, 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 no. I think you don't know the meaning of spy. That's just someone with a Sploot account. (laughs) Yeah, we take pictures with our eyeballs all the time. Yeah. Wait, are you on Sploot? Who isn't? No, really, who isn't? Tell me. No, I just don't recognize you. (gasps) <gasps> oh no! Uh, Claire, go ahead and mark one harm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Claire Brain. might be having some sort of physical reaction to that. Brain she does harm. mark harm. <laughs> you can mark one essence if you feel traumatized. Actually, yes. She does. That, it's, it's her entire identity. I want to be clear, this is entirely your call. <laughs> It's no, it's not. It's the it's the way of the character. <laughs> you, okay. you made it happen, Quinn. You made it happen. You, had, you made the words happen. All right. I'm not telling you to mark essence. <laughs> Actions have consequences. <laughs> words okay. hurt. As you mark that one essence, you hear a voice in your ear say, take him down, Claire. It would be so easy. <sighs> Murder is not the answer. Murder is rarely the answer. Murder is... Almost never the answer. Murder is only. Wait, why are why are you talking about murder? Mm. You got good ears, C Mac. What's she saying? I'm standing right next to her. Oh, we're standing at the edge of the bonfire. C Mac says, taking over the role as GM. (laughs) (laughs) I wear wear headphones all the time. My hearing's not the same. Claire, what's up? Nothing. I'm doing my affirmations, and I am reminding myself of my other options for conflict resolution. 
I'm very, I'm proud of you. But you, you there, slightly taller than I expected human, go stand over there. Don't stand next to me right now. It's too tempting. All right, fine. And C-Mac goes and stands next to the bonfire where Stafford is okay. strung up. Can he... we please let this man down? Please do not burn my friend. Ah, yes, he's a fine gentleman. Do you have any evidence to present beside from your, your word? The tribunal was about to begin. If you would like to present evidence in his defense, you're welcome to do that. Okay, so just to be clear, Stafford's crime, so to speak, here is just that he represents the bureaucracy, right? Yeah, and trespassing okay. and espionage. Oh, theoretically, yes. Um, <laughs> I have evidence of his intent. Stafford, play the tape. Oh. Mm. Which one, Duncan? Okay, so there's a couple, I suppose. There's one where the PTA was asking us to go in. There's the one where the bureaucracy didn't want to, but you acted against their wishes to come in. I think that one's pretty good. And then there's the one where all four of us did a really rad, like, freeze frame high five right before we went into the space where the elementary school used to be. Could I get, like, a, a projector, children? Do you have, like, something that I could project onto? I bet there's an overhead projector. <laughs> One of the kids wheels out an overhead projector. Oh my uh, God. Or like pulls it down. Can we get him off the fire while we present our evidence, please? You all see a video sort of flash onto the projector screen. It's upside down because Stafford's upside down. But we see the clips that Duncan has described playback. And Duncan, give me. Now, you've, this is a convincing reason. The thing yeah. about rolling to sway is that you need some sort of convincing reason. So go ahead and give me a roll to sway. Roll plus cheek. Uh oh. Six. Oh, no. Yikes. On a miss, you might offend or scare them, tarnish your reputation, or make Shit. a rival. Oh, um, great. Yes, a child rival. I think one of the kids around the fire has a selfie stick, like an extender stick, and he kind of like whaps Stafford on the head a couple times uh, oh. in the, the video scene, like flickers and changes. And then we see footage of Stafford like moving through this space, the <laughs> blue grass room, and he's Shit. like sneaking around. If you had to set a soundtrack, it would be like Pink Panther music. Uh -huh. uh, and you yes. can hear like a click a couple times, like the iPhone camera click. He's clearly like taking pictures. <laughs> to himself oh wait till the boss sees these <laughs> oh, uh it's nothing so incriminating but like it's like oh interesting fascinating oh yeah i can definitely use this <laughs> stuff like that so you know like not not good son of a oh, bitch stafford. stafford you fucking ding dong <laughs> duncan i guess I'll, I'll leave it up to you whether you've offended this group, tarnished your reputation, or made a rival of C-Mac. <laughs> of C-Mac? I want you to have a child on I, me. I, I, I think like that is amusing. Yeah. I need a rival that I kind of care about, I think. Is C-Mac your rival now? Yeah. A and to be clear, this doesn't replace Jeremy. This is in addition to Jeremy. Oh, I'm, I'm writing it down as C-Mac, a lost boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Parentheses, Rufio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. C-Mac turns to you and says, this is your buddy. This is who you're vouching for. Well, both evidence is relevant. He's a, he's a Snoopy type, but that doesn't mean his intentions were foul. Stafford hoisted above says, I was trying to gather evidence of how you managed to evade the forces of this school so that we could use it to bring down the corruption here. I'm going to say Stafford's a pretty bad liar. This is not... <laughs> Please strike that for my client. My cl Shush, Stafford. Would anyone else like to try to proffer some defense of Stafford? 
Simic, I have full confidence in your abilities as a leader and frankly am a little scared of the fact that you have so many young children with a lot of what appears to be deadly weapons but we need everybody that we can get to take on the principal. You know, let's pass judgment on Stafford's innocence or guilt after we... He's not the enemy right now. The enemy is the principal. Okay, give me a sway roll. All right. That's good. So much better than what I was going to (laughs) do. Well, let's see how this goes because I have negative one chic. You could push yourself or someone else could help out if you would like. You don't have to because I rolled a two. Maybe good thing you didn't. C-Mac looks at you, shakes his head, and is like, I can't believe I thought you were cool. (gasps) Shit. Oh, God. Are you going to make me a mark of harm? No. (laughs) That was entirely Claire's choice. (laughs) Slash Tio's choice. Um, I'll offer you the same choice of offend or scare them, tarnish your reputation, or make a rival. I, I mean, I think the fact that he's already said that he thought I was cool means that I have somehow offended them. I think C-Mac says, can't believe I thought you were cool. Looks at you, Claire, holds up one finger. I don't even want to hear from you. This this matter is closed. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? I've had enough of this child. I've had enough of this adult. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Max gets in between them and is like doing the like, <laughs> well, you know, like cl- the, the referee of like, no, 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 no. You're not going to fight a child. Oh, no, Claire isn't going to fight the child. Claire was going to completely ignore the child and just cut Stafford down. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. It's a small human. Yeah, give me a roll to face fear. Is it face fear? I don't think that Claire is at all intimidated by this child. Yeah, this is sort of a quirk of the the name of the move. Um, Okay. But when you attempt something risky in the face of fear or danger. Sure. To color the scene here just a little bit more. As you move towards Stafford, pretty much this entire crew draws slingshots on you. <clears throat> Ooh. Okay. I gotta see what I can add to this. Yeah, that's a f- that that that's a five. Yikes. Uh yeah, so you take about three steps towards the bonfire, uh, and you are pelted with paintballs, basically, that break all over your skin. But as the paint lands, it starts to crawl over you, and it forms into a harlequin mask over your face, and you can't see anymore. Well, hold on. I would like to use my blackened blood burning bile and mark vestige to avoid harm from an attack. Okay. It also Um, lets me choose to inflict my weapon's harm on the enemy that attacked me. You are close enough to do that, I suppose, if you would like. Yeah, so if you want to inflict harm on the lost boys, they're not all boys. It's a variety of genders. But if you want to strike back, go ahead. Is that your last vestige as well? Yes, it is. All right, so tell me what this looks like, and then we'll deal with the consequences. Okay, I do have a slight different interpretation that I'd like to check in with you. It's, it's so, okay. as you know, under blackened blood burning bile, it says weapons harm on the enemy that attacked you. I would like to instead do it to like the walls around the enemy. So I basically want to show them that I could have attacked them back, but specifically chose not to hurt them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. But in terms of what this looked like, sorry. Let's backtrack a little. I think that voice inside Claire's head is growing stronger. It's telling her to to, to murder the short, angry humans. And she's reminding herself that that's called children. 
and their brains are not fully <laughs> developed. And it's totally acceptable to be upset, but you are responsible for your actions, especially as an adult. Internally, she decides, well, if they can't be reasoned with because their brains are not developed, I'll simply do what I want anyway. And then I think her eyes go black, no pupils, nothing. And she just calmly starts walking towards Stafford to untie him. And then as they start throwing from the slingshots, she does like a variation of that knife move. If you've ever seen where someone's like taking a knife and putting it in between each of their fingers, but never hitting their fingers. She like perfectly throws the projectiles back at everyone, whisking right by their heads every single time to prove a point. So that happens. You also have marked your last vestige, which is your essence, correct? Yes, I have. Yeah. So when you mark the last box on your essence track, your character immediately drops out of the scene. Describe what what takes them out of the action and where they go, mentally, physically, or metaphysically. (laughs) You return at the start of the next scene, you clear all of your marked essence boxes, and you gain a fracture. So Uh bye. you're basically taken out of this scene. That could be you pass out. It could be you just sort of go catatonic. It could be you disappear somewhere. It could be kind of whatever you want. But basically, you're not present for the rest of the scene because of the exhaustion of your essence track. Can I elaborate a little? Editorialize a little? Yeah. Tell Tell me what happens. So Claire sends all the projectiles back, nearly missing each of the child's heads. And then here's, in her own head, Rudy going, Claire, those are children. We're going to do a timeout now. And she goes, <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, no. And she says this out loud. She's like, oh, fuck, fuck, no, no, no. And then disappears. <laughs> Incredible. I like the idea of leaving where you go a mystery for now. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's totally <laughs> fine. I just love the Time idea out. of Rudy being like, that's a bridge too far. Okay. Claire, naughty, time out. Was I not paying attention? Who the fuck is Rudy? That's the name of the demon. The demonic, yeah. or yeah. however you want to call it. Okay. The entropic power that formerly possessed Claire. Then ah. still kind of has a connection point to me. And his name is Rudy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is the scene. C-Mac is just like, um, what the heck was that? Uh... Listen, C-Mac, I know we have our differences, but we're obviously down one now, and we really could use some help, and we've got a tall adult that would help us. You've just got him strung up over the fire. I, it's a misunderstanding, but we'll just taking him and heading to the principal office to solve all your problems. Ice him. And the crowd <laughs> turns the slingshots on Stafford, and he is pelted with paintballs until he's fully encased in like this complete polychromatic shell and then they they swing him down and he lands on the ground like he's made of metal son of a is that necessary all three of you failed so it it was in fact (sighs) necessary (laughs) damn it but he's not like in the fire no no he's not in the fire he's basically just been like sealed up in paint magical paint He's been Han Soloed. He's been frozen in carbonite. Shake my finger at them like, we're going to have a discussion with your parents about this. Oh, you're going to tattle? You're going to be a tattletale, Duncan? You're going to be a Will Tattletale? Yeah, it's my job. Well, you should get a cooler job. (laughs) You know what? People like to listen to my voice. (laughs) Listen, and he turns to you, Max. 
before I change my mind, do you still want to make a run at the principal's office? Because, like, that could at least be fun and maybe, you know, worthwhile. Yes. 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 We're doing this. Yes. Duncan. 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 Oh, my God. We'll we'll go out for a beer at that place that is absolutely totally normal and not at all shady and weird. And we'll I'm like, starting to come around with Jeremy Dunlap. At least at his place, it makes sense. We'll like, we'll like talk about this in a, I, I don't know, like a, a bonding teamwork exercise. But we can't do that right now. We got to go beat the principal, right? I right? Huff. Right? Right? I huff. Right? Right? And uh, I, I poke him. Can I at least try to pull Stafford to like a safe spot? Yeah, I mean, I think like two kids tail you as you move around just to make sure you don't try to steal them. But yes. Yeah, I just want to kind of put his statue in a spot where while we're dealing with the principal, some jerk kid doesn't think it'd be rad to, like, see if the cameraman melts or something. They've already drawn a new mustache and, like, little devil horns over his CCTV camera. Oh, Jesus. that's fine. We do that okay, all the time. Okay, that's, that's, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's a yeah, good one. That's, that's funny. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> that's a good one. Yep. I take a marker and I add a little goatee. C-Mac looks at you approvingly. Yeah, I give him uh, eyebrows. Oh, very nice. That very are nice. that are uh, concerned. <laughs> uh, Madeline, one, you keep an eye on the statue. Everyone else, you're with me. We're going to go cause some mischief. And he turns to you, Max, and says, so uh, what's, what's the plan? I look at Duncan and I go, Soto Voce, why am I in charge here? Because they think you're cool for some reason. But they said I wasn't cool. They think I'm definitely not cool, and Claire's gone. Okay, so I'm... I'm... You seem like you have a plan. Oh, man. I believe in you, champ. I slap you on the back. Mm. Go get him. All right, well, do we have a map showing where the principal's office is? All you would have to do is go in through the teacher's lounge. You're, you're almost there already. My thinking is I need to have the children providing the archery support. This would be if we were in a military campaign, a true military campaign. We'd need somebody to help draw the fire. We do not have cavalry, so it is infantry and archery. So I need all of these children to fan out behind me with all of their slingshots. And then I turn to C-Mac and I go, I need two of your best slingshotters to follow me in. And Duncan, Duncan, are you good at punching uh i've got this camera i can make a cool documentary about this whole endeavor c-mac do you have like a baseball bat i'm sure you have a baseball bat can you stream this on sploot sure can can you splat this yeah live splat a spreel no i hate it (laughs) live splat can you make a spoofy of this a spoofy a live spoofy (laughs) can you live spoofy this yeah live spleen Great, you should do that. It'll make me so popular at school. Um, put this up on Splitch. Splitch, yeah, put it on Splitch. <laughs> um, yeah, here. We would uh, be putting it on my place, but that place has just gone under. Yeah. Dead. Hey, anyone, re- anyone remember Splombocom? <laughs> <laughs> Splet it is the worst, though. You know, oh, God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But I did used to have a splive splurnal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Great fan art on Spleviant art. (laughs) Oh, that one's pretty good. (laughs) 
C Mac looks at you, Duncan, and hands you a hockey stick mm-hmm. with glow sticks wrapped around it. Ooh, cool, nice. nice. I swing it around clumsily. Oh God! When I was young, I used to do yeah field hockey. That was something. You're like swinging it, and the kids are ducking as you swing it, and like it goes over their head. Knock, you swing knock it again. A can of paint. Okay, yeah. all right, Duncan. Okay, well, since you're gonna live spluvy this, you're the reinforcement. If things go bad, I'm gonna need your help. But since you're kind of a, a soft, squishy, middle-aged man, I think maybe in the back with the children is a good place for you. Only a little bit squishy. <laughs> I've been working out. I've been walking to work every day. Oh, that's good. I'm very proud of you. C-Mac, you ready to go? Let's do it. All right. I do need C-Mac. I do need... What's up? It's cool again. Don't worry about it. I point to his face paint <laughs> and I gesture like, I need you to draw on some whiskers. I need to look cool. Or like angry eyebrows. Uh, C-Mac like holds a hand out and some of the paint snakes down his arm and he paints whiskers and angry eyebrows on you. Love it. Love it. Yes. All right. This will puzzle and intimidate them. I button my jacket. Okay. So I open the door and peek out. Charge! We're coming to you live from the elementary (laughs) school. Okay. We'll charge in a moment. First, we have to make sure that the coast is clear in the hallway. So uh, Max opens the door and looks out and then comes back in. Yeah, you can see some hall monitors like down the hall. But if you go quickly, you should be able to get there, you know, before they cause you any trouble. All right. We're all going to need to move fast. Are we all ready to go? A flow of kids just start like pushing like a dam about to burst. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I, I peek out. I wait for the hall monitors to like turn and look at something else. And I go, one, two, three. And then I bolt out the door towards the principal's office. You and this small troop of kids sprint out of the blue grass room and into the teacher's lounge. Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 11 of Monster Hour Absurdia. In a world full of Splitch, Splitit, Splitter, and the Splitiverse, we are so glad that you choose to spend your time listening to our humble little Splodcast. Splank you. I'm sorry I said Splank you. I regret it. I deeply regret it. As always, a big thank you to everyone who's been helping to spread the word about the show by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. Well, we did just hit our secret ultimate goal of 69 reviews on iTunes. Nice. We've decided to go ahead and keep making the podcast anyway, so we really appreciate your help in bringing new pupils into the fold. I also want to give a special shout out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Ira and M. We just posted our first special episode set in the universe of Season 2, where our crew play as treasure hunters delving into somewhere's surreal superstore, The Big Box. If you want to join their ill-fated expedition, you can head to patreon.com slash monster hour or follow the link in the show notes. That's all I've got for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in November 15th for the next broadcast of WSOM, Radio Somewhere. Before you is a very bizarre space. The walls look like they are covered in stretched fabric. It's mostly big blotches, but occasionally the pattern like shifts from a sort of red to green or checker. 
there's no furniture or anything in here that you can discern, but there are shapes that look vaguely like a table or vaguely like, you know, a chair. They're also like very peculiarly colored. And in addition to these strange shapes, there's also a bunch of people in here. And all of them are, they're all frozen, like the ones you saw in the Gristle Room. And they're all stacked in these almost like House of Cards arrangements. And as you step in, you see the arrangements are moving. And there's a loud pop as you enter. And appearing right in front of you is Claire Claremont. Ah, God. Okay. All right. Claire. (sighs) Oh, my God. I give you a hug. I am covered in a dew. It's a purple dewiness, and I'm kind of like wiping it off. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) God. Claire, let's talk about your fracture. Uh So when you fill up your essence track, when you return, you clear all of your essence, and you gain a fracture. A fracture is a lasting impact on your character from contending with the maddening surreality of the town. Fractures are generally permanent conditions that affect your character's mentality and resiliency in navigating the dangers in your setting. Fractures can be physical, mental, or even social, provided the impact is enduring. So the way fractures work is basically you get to pick whatever fracture you feel is appropriate for the circumstance. A couple examples from the book are anxious, cynical, cold, craven, haunted, homesick, obsessed, reckless, shattered, soft, traitorous, or vengeful. And you assign your fracture to one of your basic moves. And going forward, whenever you make that basic move, it is a fractured move. So when you succeed on a fractured move, you mark one essence as you push through the trauma of your fracture. But when you fail on a fractured roll, you mark experience as you lean into the cracks of your identity. And a basic move is like sway, hoodwink, assess reality. Okay. So Claire, basically what you'll do here is pick a fracture any kind of adjective generally, but something that describes the trauma that you've endured from running out of essence, and then pick one of your basic moves to attach it to. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Tell me if this fits the need here, but I think Claire Claremont was annoyed by the situation, but not necessarily nothing traumatizing. I think if anything, having been pulled back into a timeout by Rudy and having (laughs) experienced Rudy's power again, she's feeling some like... Deeply unsettling FOMO (laughs) of like missing having that kind of power and Mm. sway over people. So I don't know how you would, but like FOMO, like uh, debilitating FOMO. Yeah. (laughs) Envious is probably the way to put that. I I mean, you could do envious. You could do obsessed. If you want it to be FOMO, you can have it be FOMO. (laughs) I think it's FOMO. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of missing out on Rudy. Uh-huh. Fomor. 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 So you mark one of the fractures. Yeah, so write that down on your playbook and then assign that to one of your basic moves. So okay. generally you want to try to be thematic, but it, whatever basic move you think is most mm-hmm. appropriate. I think sway makes sense because it, it is like it's a FOMO about like missing out on Rudy, but missing out on Rudy's power. It's kind of it's kind mm-hmm. of jealousy, but it's it's a little different than that because she used to have that Rudy power like she used to be part of that. She's missing the power that came with that. So sway. OK, so whenever you make a sway roll in the future, you'll make a fractured roll. OK. 
right. Uh, but now my erase. essence wipes, right? And you gain that extra box. Yeah, so your essence clears, and then you have a Forgotten Vessel playbook move that uh, kicks in when you gain a fracture. Do you want to read that for the listeners? Yeah, it's called Entropic Soul. You can accumulate five fractures instead of four before you must retire this character. For each fracture you have, add one box to your vestige track. The fractures you gain are fissures from which the vestiges of entropic horror seep through. The ceaseless whispers, the GM, may ask you to do dangerous or hurtful things in line with the darker aspects of your fractures. If you refuse, mark one vestige. And then because of your agenda, you gain an experience as well. Hell yeah. I'm one away, folks, from filling out my experience. With all of that, Claire Claremont, you pop back into reality. Yep, yep. I I start wiping the slick purple goo off of me. And this is the scene you see. It's kind of like um, vaguely cosmic horror. If cosmic horror was domestic and oddly isometric. Mm. And Max, the kids fan out behind and to the side of you with two covering the doorway to the exit. Okay, Sorry, I got distracted by Claire showing back up and just popping back into reality. Is there a door that's marked principal's office? Uh, Yeah, at the end of the room, there is, in fact, a door that says principal. Okay, uh, I would like to assess reality. How are you doing that? Like, what is what does that look like? Squinting carefully at things in the room. <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me a roll. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed in PBTA. You're supposed to describe your actions, and then I tell you if you need to roll. But it's, I, it's that's true. I'm matter. looking with my special eyes, Quinn. <laughs> okay, all right. Go ahead and give me a roll to assess reality. All right. Uh. Well, it is a nine. On a seven to nine, hold one. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Boy, there sure are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good question. I think you can see that as you're surveying the scene and as the kids are fanning out into the room, the frozen figures that have been in motion are kind of rearranging themselves to orient towards you all. But more disturbingly, perhaps, I think you can see the walls and the floor are shifting and you can actually see the color and the texture changing a little bit. It used to have like a a textile sort of feel like, you know, clothing, but on the far wall, it's starting to change more towards a a skin tone. Mm. And uh, you see the corner of an eye start to come down from the ceiling and it looks like actually the walls and floor and ceiling of this room are made of stretched out flattened people and peeling off of the wall and coming towards you is a a perfectly flat line which looks like the narrow side of a two-dimensional shape that is heading your way uh quinn question yes is the teacher's lounge made out of teachers (laughs) (laughs) it sure seems like it is Oh, boy. Okay. All right. This is like a two-serve man situation. Uh, All right. Um, Teachers who have been squished into different geometries that are all Mm. very square and isometric. Well, I'm going to take out my sword and block this line that's coming towards me. I'm not going to attack it because I'm afraid I'm going to hurt a teacher. But uh, I also, I point to C-Mac and I go, see that eye right there? Take it out. Real quick, just to set the tone here for this engagement, why don't you give me a rally roll? But you're not going to owe them a debt because you're following up on the call for aid roll you already did. 
Okay. Um, this is kind of like the, just to see how well this group does. Yeah, they're on my side. So give me a roll with underbelly. I'll go ahead and okay. take a plus one. Uh, an 11. So choose three options from the list. Okay, I want them to not back down, do exactly what I say, and I don't owe them a debt. Okay, so this wall eye has turned towards you, and C-Mac just loads up a paintball pellet into his slingshot fires, and the eye recoils and is covered in paint, and you can see the the whole room kind of jiggles a little bit, uh, and the the entity that (laughs) is made of all of these frozen teacher bodies loses its composure a little bit and kind of like falls (laughs) apart, and several of the frames, like uh, several of the figures just kind of like drop off and it's kind of smaller and the line kind of staggers ahead of you max as it advances the rest of these kids all start to pull out their weapons of choice and i think mostly start engaging the the weird shape form the entity composed of frozen figures okay i do look back at claire and i go good to see you again care to join us (sighs) yes (laughs) (laughs) i think when you said that and claire responded like yes and then immediately dropped to all fours and started exorcist crawling while screaming and i think i would say that what i'm trying to go for is confusing slash distracting as an attempt to kind of like draw attention my way why don't you give me a roll to goad the faction you're rolling with here is entropy. So yeah. subtract your reputation with entropy. Or add it. Uh, no, when you go, you roll against your reputation. Oh. So you subtract your rating. Oh, dang. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's a no-no. Well, that was a seven. A minus two is going to be a five. On a miss, your actions are, this is actually kind of appropriate for what you're doing, I think. Um <laughs> On a miss, your actions are considered appalling by the town writ large. <laughs> oh my god! I'm also broadcasting this to Split, oh. so everybody back home sees this happen. Yeah. No. Take minus one on going to all faction rolls until the end of the current disturbance. Oh no! Uh, gross. You're just I, I too think... much. You're too, you're ahead of your time. Yeah. So I think the ceiling surface moves a little bit and you can see like an eye roll over the surface and then a mouth and the mouth kind of like opens up over you. But also like several of the kids are looking at you and they're a little concerned. Like Duncan looks a little concerned. Duncan is Um, definitely concerned. (laughs) You know, some of the other forms in this room are not focused on you. So I don't know. It, It seems like maybe you didn't have the effect that you were hoping to achieve. You could say that. (laughs) Um, What's Duncan up to? (laughs) We succeeded a role. I've been succeeding. Oh, Max has succeeded. succeeded. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Duncan has his camera out, and uh, he's kind of tried to hotwire the camera into his wire to film this push. And he's kind of, when he's not being just stunned into silence by his best friend, Claire Claremont, he's trying to narrate the action like a sports color commentary. Do you want to hit us with a little bit? Boy, do I. Is there, have we come up with a, a better term for this group of kids other than lost, lost boys? I have them in my notes as the kid resistance. The kid resistance. Oh, I like Great. that. So like as we are running out, it's a broadcast of, 
We have Max in front of the Kid Resistance. We've entered into the Teacher's Lounge here. It seems like the whole area is built out of... Listeners, you will not appreciate the sight of this. I'm going to cover the camera with my hand momentarily as I describe this and give you a moment to look away from the screen, but it seems to be constructed out of teachers and other human-like forms. Oh my gosh, it's stunning news. Claire Claremont has just arrived on the scene. This surely will turn the tide as the walls of teachers seem to be closing in around us. Claire Claremont gets down on all fours. This will surely do great work against this wall as her claws extend and she crawls upside down and is calling out eldritch signs and spells. And I'm going to cover up the camera again briefly. Listeners... This is again a moment if you if there is anyone in the room that is has a queasy stomach, this would be the moment to look away. But here we go again. God. We are making our push into the principal's office. <laughs> Over to you, Rick. See bass. And then I let a little pause because I have no idea what's happening or if it's making out. But I presume Sebastian is going to fill with something and before I take it back. Are you live broadcasting this? Yep. Yeah, I'll use can't stop the signal for this. <laughs> okay. Horrifying. <laughs> but amazing also. Max, what about you? Good question. I mean, I too am horrified by Claire's actions. <sighs> but she wouldn't know it because my eyebrows are the same. Because I have them painted on. <laughs> it's just like uh, Claire being glared at by like a, a weird cat. That's the only expression that Max can garner for you right now. But we're going to have a conversation about this when we're back at the normal beer place. Okay, I think uh, I think it is time to lead the assault on the principal's office. You did say that there was a door marked that? Yes, because I had the yeah. conversation. Okay. What, what does this door look like, Quinn? Is this like a normal door? Is this like a door that's made of like hands? No, the door is normal. It's like a, a plain sort of wooden door. Is there like a window? There's not. Can I look under the door? Well, I want to be clear. There is a straight line ahead of you that is moving towards you. Oh, okay. So what happens if I take a large step to the left? Uh, it attempts to follow you. Okay, I'm going to take several large steps to the left, uh, all the way to the principal's office. Yes. Okay, give me a roll to save your skin. <laughs> I really should get several plus ones on this because it seems like the line is moving pretty slowly. Max, it's real hard to tell how quickly or slowly the line is moving. Oh. It's almost like your depth perception doesn't perceive it right. Well, that's an 11, so it doesn't fucking matter. That is true. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do perceive how fast it's moving, actually. Yeah, so Max, you sprint around, and this line actually chases you quite quickly as you ah. move. You also notice that no matter which you, like you run around it, I assume. No matter which direction, it always just looks like a straight line, which is very spatially confusing to you. But yeah, you step around it, and I think as it's attempting to pursue you, like several paintball pellets collide with it, and it kind of goes down for a moment, and then you've made it to the principal's office. Okay, I I put my uh, the back of my hand on the doorknob to see if it's hot. Like maybe it's on <laughs> fire inside there. It's not. Okay. okay. Does it taste like pennies? uh all right i knock on the door you hear a voice from inside say come in cool claire do you want to like come in and get on this action you want to you want to help yeah come on come on you want to be part of the group right this is a fun group activity me too me too claire gets up and kind of like mopes her way over (laughs) i mean we're in the middle of an assault 
on a room and a stick. So maybe moping isn't the best, like, maybe like a fast mope. Don't forget the golem made of frozen teacher bodies. Yes, that too. So <laughs> mope faster, Claire. Turbo mope. She like starts only half-heartedly swiping. I don't I don't know how to at the wall of tea. I don't know what to the conglomeration. We'll call it the teacher wall. The teacher wall. I feel like it's dehumanizing, but sure. You can call um, it the face wall. The face wall. The wall of faces. Uh, I think she like half-heartedly starts swiping at the wall of faces as she goes by. But it's pretty half-hearted at this that's, point. She needs to like rev back up. That's the spirit. Okay. All right. Well, I now have got my sword in two hands. So I like, I gesture it like, Claire, you want to like get the, you want to get the door? Because like my hands are full. That's yeah, sword. yeah, yeah. Okay. Claire opens the door. All right. Okay. You open the door uh -huh. and in front of you is a small but well-furnished room. Like many of the rooms in here, it's got a single nice oak desk. There are bookshelves on either side. These ones are, are much nicer, you know, sort of a matching oak that have a variety of academic books on there. There are a handful of chairs in front of the desk where, you know, students might sit. There are two windows from which you can see the vast empty void expanse with the sinusoidal wave patterns. And seated at the desk before you is a very sort of cutesy looking robot. Huh. He's got pastel plastic plating. His head is like a little screen that is displaying like a little 8-bit pixel smiley face. And he, as he sees you, it like tilts to the side with a sort of creaking motion and then tilts back. And his hand waves animatronically, and he says, Hello, I am Principal. <laughs> Please come in. Are you my Principals? Yes. As he says this, the door shuts behind you. Is Duncan outside? No, the three of you are inside. Oh, Zoom in on Principal. I am Principal. What does that mean? That means... Everyone at home can get a good look. Oh, like cutie. with the camera. I thought you meant like you rush oh, like in. Like my eyeballs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I manually zoom in. <laughs> what's your deal? Yeah, mm. when he said, what's your deal? I run the school. We're Why? here from the city to revoke your license. Please display credentials. Uh, I brandished my sword. Incorrect. Claire pulls out a parking ticket. Incorrect. Boy, this would be a good time to have Stafford, huh? Correct. Ah, I like <laughs> this guy. Uh, I'd show my uh, station badge. Incorrect. Wait, don't we have some paperwork or video from the city council? Well, Stafford's got the video. He's a statue. Oh, that's now. right. Um, Can we run back and grab the video? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. We'll be right back. I poke him with the tip of my sword. Are you sure these aren't the credentials? Please do not. Poke, principal. You've passed our test. This was an investigative report, a probe into the school's operations. Uh, would you sit for an interview? Ask your questions. I'd like to pull out my notebook, position the camera. He's on a desk? Yes. Are there chairs on either sides of the desk? For comedic effect, there are three chairs at the other side of the desk from principal. Perfect. Uh, I'd like to settle into one of them and naturally interview him distractingly. If you're trying to distract him, it's a hoodwink. Then I'll do that. Give me a roll plus cheek. Okay. Do you want me to help out? No, I want the two of you to. I want the two of you to go investigate this room and see yeah, if we yeah, can yeah. plug this guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And then I sit down for an interview and hoodwink plus cheek. Ooh, boy, that's a nine plus two is hey, 11. Finally. On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. This is a pretty good Phew. ploy. So if you keep peppering Principal with questions, he'll be distracted for a while. Yeah, that's my that's my plan. I want to draw I want to draw this out and ask mostly pretty mon like operational questions about the school. But if I can try to angle the direction towards asking about the standard. Okay. Yeah. Give me a natural interview as well. Okay. Also plus cheek. Ugh, that's less good. That's a seven. Hold one. One question. I get one <laughs> shot. One opportunity. This sounds almost like you're doing a real life DDoS. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just words. like keeping it. Yeah. You're just mm -hmm. keeping it distracted. Query. <laughs> Basically. Query. Yes. Query. Yeah. Query. Query. What does this person want? person oh that's what the, that's what the yeah yeah listen i've naturally interviewed way weirder things that's fair a bus, uh bus. yeah that's true person loosely defined i think after you know and and duncan this takes you some time of of yeah. asking questions i'm not gonna say he's not really a person he's not really conscious sure or he doesn't want anything he is being mm -hmm. controlled roger uh, sorry, Quinn. Point of order. Is he being controlled or is he running on a program with a set of principles? I don't think you like, could, I don't think Duncan could distinguish between the two. Mm -hmm. Okay. He just right. starts repeating himself. Yeah, um, you get the, you know, like, in such word a way for that, word, like, the exact same answer for things. Or He doesn't want anything. He is enacting the will of something else. Sure. Okay. Now you two go do something. In the meantime, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the meantime, let's check in on Claire and Max. What does this room look like, Quinn? It's not a large room. So there's this desk and the chairs on either side. There are bookshelves on the two side walls. The rear wall has like a big sign that says somewhere elementary. It's got some diplomas. Uh, it's It actually has a somewhere elementary diploma for principal. He was valedictorian, don't worry. What? <laughs> and How? The principal graduated from somewhere elementary. He was mm, valedictorian. Good, good for him. <laughs> the paperwork is right there. And, you know, some other, like, certifications. Uh, there's two windows in the back that show out into the void that you saw from the other side. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the basics of the room. And what about behind principal? Like, is there, he's sitting at a desk. Is there anything behind him? Uh, yeah, it looks like there's some, like, filing folders and stuff. Hmm. There's also a computer at the desk. Can I see what's on the computer? Max, why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? I would love to. Famous last words. Um, would you like to push yourself? No, I would not because that was a 10. Okay. I gave these Hold dice two. the threat of going into dice jail after those <sighs> crappy rolls. And they were like, all right, okay, you got the message. Threats <laughs> and violence work. Probably not a good lesson for those kids outside. Smash cut to outside as a group of a dozen kids are in a skirmish battle with the teacher golem. Mm, yeah. I'm so proud of them. Uh, <laughs> what here is useful or valuable to me? On the computer is a map of the school. You can see the full layout and it, it shows basically what you've explored. Um, you've, you've mapped most of the school so you know where things are at. You can see dots moving around it and I think you can tell that those are hall monitors. Um, and perhaps maybe some of the standardized teachers. 
there's also five checkboxes and you can tell that they correspond with the rooms that you have been in or some of them anyway. There's the red circle room, which is labeled mathematics and that one is ticked. There is the orange square room, which is labeled social studies and it is unticked. In the indigo eye room, there's an unticked box labeled civics. In the violent violet room, there is a ticked box labeled science. And in the gymnasium, there's an unticked box labeled PE. Which room was I in where I had to get a date? That was the social, social studies. studies. And is there a check in that one? No. But I did find a date. Did mm. you report back to the teacher? No. Oh my God. <laughs> did you turn in your test? He didn't give me a test. He just told me I had to find a date. You always got to turn in your test. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and you only asked. We never went to prom. We went into the room where prom was. Technically, we fulfilled the requirement. I didn't get a dance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max, one other thing. Yes. The blue grass room is just like missing from the map. What? It's like an empty space. <gasps> I think you could infer that this is the effect of the paint sigils. Mm, okay. Okay. It's we not are, on this Marauder's map. We're hit. Okay, we're hit. Okay. Okay. I still have another hold. And with that, I would like to know what here is not what it appears to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Max, I will ask you, do you want something specific to your current situation or something specific to you more broadly? Oh, uh, specific Ooh. to me more broadly. Hmm. On the desk, right next to the computer screen, is a picture. It's a picture of a class at somewhere elementary. It's a teacher you don't recognize, and Principal is on the desk with the teacher and the class. And to the left of Principal is you. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, what? What? You have no memory of this. How old am I in this picture? Same age mm. you are right now. I look at Claire and I go, I don't remember this. Yes, you would never have posed for a photo like this. I know I've tried so many times. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mom. Claire, what are you up to? I think I'm hunting around for two things. I'm looking to see if there's anything that seems, and this is a stupid thing to say in this place, but out of place. <laughs> but anything that would be like you pull a lever and it's, a passageway out or that seems like if you were to be in a simulation the glitch the pixels m moving weirdly or a thing not being where it's supposed to be that can like denote something is there for you sure. so that's one thing i'm looking at the other thing i'm looking for is just like is there anything that shows a connection between principal and whatever agent is potentially controlling principal so like is Principal literally plugged in? Is there like some sort of monitor that's monitoring Principal's sure. reactions to things? Anything like that? Yeah, I, I will tell you for free. Principal is not plugged in. Um, okay, thank you. But why don't you go ahead and give me a roll to assess reality? That's an eight. It would have been a nine. Ah. Hold one. I guess who or what is really in control here? I think on Principal's desk, you see a calendar. The calendar is from 13 years ago, 
and you can see it's folded and creased over and over as though it's been used many times. And there's a little tally on the side that says years held back for failing to meet the standard. Mm. Ooh. Huh. And it is number 13. Wait, what do you mean it's number 13? 13 years. Uh, oh, oh, okay. The school's been... The school's been held back 13, 13 years, years for failing to meet the standard. Ah. Hmm. So we just have three more tests to do. Who or what is really in control here? The standard. Huh. Okay. I'm curious if the standard is an anthropomorphized thing or if it's... We've all agreed that these are the metrics and now we are holding firm on the metrics regardless of anything else happening. Right. Is it a thing or here is it, or is it like a spell has been cast and it's on I until... think putting together Duncan and Claire, the two of your information, the standard is not principal. It seems more likely that the standard is something that is encompassing the school, like a spell has been cast. All right, so I see that. How are how are we looking on the distraction front? Can running low. <laughs> so tell me, Principal, uh, average attendance rates for each classroom. If you would like, if you wouldn't mind, kind of running through those briefly for me, I'd love to get those numbers. One hundred percent year over year for the last thirteen years, uh, guys. I am out of questions. Okay. Um, Some students have been placed in detention and increasing levels for failure to meet the standard. Cool. Pr principal. Your questions are boring me. Really? Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, I mark S. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncharacteristic I... of me. This statement does not reflect somewhere elementary. It's on the record, my man. Mm. This statement does not reflect somewhere elementary. All right, I'll put that as a caveat, but uh, he said what he said, and it's on camera. <laughs> this is live. This is your big gotcha moment. Um, my scoop. <laughs> principal. Yes. We are here to assist with a new summer school program in order to meet the standard. We would like the three easiest tests available to accomplish. All tests are set at a level acceptable to meet the standard. There are three tests remaining to be completed before finals week concludes. Social studies, civics, PE. Social studies is the prom date. Okay. So you just have to turn it in. Okay. What is the civics exam? I can't tell you the content of the exam before you take the test. Yeah. Oh, boy. We have to go back to Indigo I for civics and gymnasium for PE. Right. Okay. Uh, Claire kind of looks at the team here and, and goes, okay, we literally just need to finish these things, and then we'll all be freed from this hellscape. I'll take PE. When I didn't go to school but knew of school, Civics meant knowing whether something was a colony or not. So I don't think I'd be appropriate <laughs> for that. But I've done a lot of exercise in my life. <laughs> yeah, back in your time, civics was whatever the monarch wants. Or find out, learn who is for or against the monarch. I could tell you all about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I could give civics a try. Can't we just kill Principal? Shh, he's listening. One, it's very rude. I apologize for my colleague, Max. <laughs> Principal's Do not, not kill to Principal. The, uh, the standard you're seems safe to be with, set You're regardless. safe, but don't worry. Yeah, Max, unfortunately, I don't think this is a problem that a Zweihander is going to solve. How big is Principal? You can see that he doesn't actually have legs. He's just, like, sitting on the chair. He's got, like, little treads. Uh, Principal looks kind of like Wally. Is this um, so he's like Wally. Bit. Okay. Yeah, a little bit like us? Wally, but, like, an education version. 
So he's about like two and a half feet tall. How heavy would you say that Principal is? I mean, if you try to pick him up, maybe a little heavier than you would think. Like, not convenient to carry, but you could do it. Principal, you're coming with us. And I pick him up. Inappropriate. If I can't Inappropriate. kill him, he's coming with us. Principal should stay in Principal's office. Nope. No, Principal, you gotta go meet your students. You gotta go. Principal, it's okay. I'll take your place. Oh. No, 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 Duncan. You can't. We gotta go. Hmm? We gotta go dance. We gotta go dance. Oh, right, right, Principal right. Principal is the principal. Come on, Principal. Let's do a tour of the school. Let's check things out. Come on, bud. And I'm heaving. Okay. You, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you heave Principal up and, and lug him towards the door. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. He's coming I, with. I, I can't pick up kill my camera him. and follow. Inappropriate. 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 Definitely appropriate. So the three of you with Principal in tow make oh your way God. out of the principal's office, throw open the door, and the room before you is devoid of children. Oh, no. Oh.